Mornings near, greetings my dear, as you wear your headgear and listen to our voices oh so clear. Episode 39's here, you did not miss here, as a GMG podcast enters your ear. Good morning my brothers and sisters on this. Our 39th episode of the Good Morning Guys and Gals podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life. Amidst the other games we love to watch and play, I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. With me also, in the great state of Florida, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Uh, Good day, mate. It's really fun down here on Down Under. Yeah, it is. Also with us, the volleyballing beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Still still sucks in Ohio. Yep. And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, the man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, and maybe a little La Coretta in his stomach, Mark Boucher. I wonder how many Australians are in Florida. I don't know. I should check. <laughs> I think I changed my accent. <laughs> Crikey, I think he did too He's transitioning into like an Englishman <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I don't know I'm in the Let wrong part of the country tea. Oh, hold on, hold on a second Pat, say Chipotle Chipotle <laughs> He can only say it with like an English accent, I swear to God <laughs> You guys want to go get some Chipotle? <laughs> That's how he really says it <laughs> Chipotle, Chipotle I like a Chipotle, please Hey, at least you right. actually say it right, because, you know, like, lots of people in, in my neck of the woods, they always want to say Chipotle, and I'm like, that's, oh, that's, that's the worst. That is the worst. not yep. correct. That is totally the worst. <laughs> Let's go to Chipotle's. <laughs> Don't try okay, and fancy uh, it up, son. Nope. <laughs> Folks. Continue, Lucas. The, for those that are listening, if this is your first time joining us, Ronnie, would you welcome them, welcome our new friends to the show? Uh, welcome, new friends. I mean, I, you really just put me on the spot there. I didn't have anything prepared. Should I have done the whole "Good morning, brothers and sisters" thing? That that was <laughs> that was perfect. Hey, the nice thing uh, is, uh, it's, it's welcome. Quite cold on the spot, unlike there you go. a warm toilet seat. So uh, exactly. Ugh. If it's not your first time here, dear listener, Mark, you got a word of advice that you would like to share with them today? No, it's like an improv hour. We're not prepared for improv. Our brains aren't ready. Well, you best be ready, my friends. It gets better. You know it's who... not all poop jokes, people. Keep listening. <laughs> That's right. Ask, ask, listening. ask me that question one more time. <laughs> Here go. Regroup. Everybody, regroup. Let's start over. Are you ready? Let's do it. Morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, guys, would you, would you believe that we have yet another wit- written review two oh. weeks in a row? Oh, Look snap. Look out. Oh, snap. From our very own Ken Worley, or K-N Worley, or K-N-Worley, or K-N-W Orley. I don't really know which way it goes, but if I were to guess, it's K-N Smith. So, from our very own K-N Smith, he had, or she, had this to say. They titled the review, A Great and Encouraging Podcast. 
Five stars. Thank you, Mr. S- or Mrs. Smith. I always like the different themes they come up with for their shows. The guys' personalities blend really well together. I can always count on something different and entertaining to listen to. Exclamation mark. Thanks. Thanks. Kane Yorley. We appreciate yeah. the love. Awesome. And the good review. In addition to this, we got a few more five-star reviews, bringing us to a total of 24 total reviews. So <gasps> not only is Ronnie going to do something crazy, but as we discussed recently, we might just do something crazy as a group when we hit 25 reviews, and maybe it will happen on a nearby date of June 19th, which is a Wednesday. But more news on that later. For now, let's hop over to our Floridi- Floridian Australian Patrick to tell us something cool. Oh well, th- well, thanks there, uh, Lucas. Uh, it's a uh, it's pretty good down here. Uh, I don't yeah, know what he's, no, what? I don't know which one he's gone he made, to now. I, I don't know. He made the uh, jump as Australian, but landed as redneck. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Uh, yeah, well, chameleon. Um, <laughs> Quite no, uh, the chameleon. <laughs> yeah, you uh, mean chameleon? No, chameleon. <laughs> So, oh, Chameleon was French. Exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, like you said, I'm here down in Florida. Um, we got here on Saturday afternoon. Um, what we When we left, we actually left on Friday morning, and we drove about halfway. We drove uh, halfway to the top of Alabama, stayed the night at the hotel, and then drove the uh, other half uh, Saturday morning. So we got here during about about check in. Now, um, in my in my past, um, I have actually driven like straight through, uh, but with this uh, vacation, we always stop like halfway. Uh, do you guys? How do you guys travel? Do you guys travel like halfway or just like power through like twelve hours and done? Power through. Power through. Yes, yeah. my brother Ronnie. Power through power as much through. as pos- as much as possible. I mean, we'll make I, a, little, I, a few little stops here and there, but I throw a couple diapers on my kids and just say, <laughs> "Yeah, fill yeah. them up you when they're up filled." On it, we'll think about pulling over. <laughs> Daddy's got his adult diapers on. You got yours. Let's yeah, go. I got my diapers on. You use your diapers. <laughs> Gross. That's right. When would the transition be to where you would have to stay overnight somewhere? Like what was that? Like eighteen hours? I would say like a twelve-hour drive to Florida is pushing it. Yeah, almost anything over sure. that, I would say I'd be stopping probably. So you would just like drive like eleven and a half hours, stay the night, and then the next morning <laughs> drive the next. No, half if hour. it were like a sixteen-hour drive, I think I would just split it up like eight and eight, or yeah. drive more the first day so I didn't have as much to drive the second day. Yeah. So is that twelve hours without stopping? Uh, yeah, we it took about uh, I would say eight hours uh, each way. Um, it, the, okay. I guess it was like an extra two hours for stops and and food. And yeah. gas and things like that because uh, yeah. we're driving down um, with 15 people four cars and so there's always got to be someone that is got to go to the bathroom or you know like number one number two hungry you know need to stretch the legs you know so it is a a trip that is more relaxing so like not, no one is like hey we need to get back on the road we're like well you know if we, we get there when we get there um, and we got here at four o'clock on Saturday afternoon and the check-in is anytime after four. So we get here at four o'clock and the cleaning people are still here. Um, and so 
they, they said they'll be done in a little bit. I'm like, okay. So um, 4.30 hits, and they're still here. And we're like, oh, my gosh, why mm. why in the world? You know, like, I don't know if it was their fault or if it was the people who left. They left too late. Um, I don't know. We didn't ask. We were just hanging by the pool. Better better not to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. 30-minute yeah. discount? I don't I mean, like 30 minutes. I don't know. What does, what does that mean? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to do the equation, I'm sure. But I, I mean, like, I don't care. I mean, like, the, my uh, my in-laws are paying for it, paying for the house. So it's like, there you oh, go. I really, I was, I was not worried about it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, we've only been here for two days. Uh, work. The uh, beach is fantastic. Um, the uh, the, actually, this afternoon, like a whole bunch of like uh, seaweed. And I like all that, all that crap that coming through after a nice, after a storm, it's all up on the shore. Mm, um, yeah. so Actual crap? Yeah. Like fish poop? Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> so, uh, so last night, uh, my wife and I, we were sitting uh, on the beach and we got our, our chairs and we're just watching the, watching the ocean. And um, a couple people and our kids were like running down um, the shore, like uh, far, I don't know, maybe about a, you know, quarter mile away kind of still see him a little bit and there's a guy that was just walking with his dog dogs on a leash and they're like walking in like halfway in the water halfway out of the water you know as the <laughs> as the tide comes in and uh-huh. uh so he's probably i don't know maybe 100 feet away from us and you know all of a sudden you see this dog you know get into the position Oh yeah, doing the, curvy back, you know, the curvy back, the curvy back with like, the smiley you know face. What's happen. There's like, <laughs> <laughs> so so like the the guy who's walking the dog is kind of like walking, and then he feels like a little resistance, so he looks back and he notices his dog just <laughs> dropping a deuce, and so then he's just like he's like staring at his dog. He puts both of his hands on his hips, like he stared at him like for like ten seconds, like. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> like it was like, is, is this his first time walking a dog? I don't know. Like, well, I mean, like he was, they were like uh, bobbing and weaving in and out of the, of the of the beach and the shore shoreline and the water. So, I don't, I think he had he was ready for his dog to to do his business in the sand rather than mm. the ocean. So that's why he was just like staring, like oh my goodness. He's, he was contemplating <laughs> scoop trying, that to, baby right trying out. to find it in the ocean, but then oh. he then he like gave up. He's like, and then he just turned away and kind of did one of those like fast walks, so slow jogs, like <laughs> away from it. <laughs> like he just Fleeing committed the a crime. scene of the crime. He's like, no, yeah, exactly. No, no one saw it. No one saw it. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty nice so far. Um, oh, uh, last week I totally forgot to mention uh, when I was on a uh, a work trip. Um, up to Columbus, um, we ended early, and I reached out to Arctic Warlocks uh, to see because I know he lives in Columbus, and so I reached out to him and I was like, "Hey, uh, I maybe I'll be able to get out of here early um, if you have a little bit." And uh, so he he just he said that you know meet him as, at his office. So I actually met up with him for about an hour um, up in Columbus a couple weeks ago. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I got to see where he worked. Um, he he was working like very long hours. He was working till like 10 p.m. Uh, for like two weeks straight uh, because of, because of his deadline and his work. 
Um, so when I met with him, he was like working while I was just hanging out with him. We just got like a conference room and, uh, and then we just chatted about games, movies, whatever. Um, so it was pretty cool. So cool. Totally nice. forgot to Very mention nice. that. So yeah. Um, but that's it. That's about it for me. What are you guys planning on doing this week down there? You guys any have any like, uh, like special events or anything you're going to? Uh, no, um, there's no plans. That's what I like about this vacation is is we do not have any plans. No plans is the best plans. It's just like Mm -hmm. we wake up in the morning and then some of us go down to the beach early. Some of us will go a little bit later, you know, just come back to the pool, you know, like there's, there's no, um, no plan as far as like dinner going out. Um, or like you know, like I think at some point someone's gonna want to go putt putting or gonna want to get ice cream, uh, but that is probably the extent of us leaving this this house. What what part of Florida is it that you're in? Uh, we're in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. It is uh, a little east of Destin and a little west of Panama City. Nice. So it's like right in the middle there. It's very quiet. It's like you like when you're on the beach and you look left or right, you can see like the high rise. Uh, hotels and things like that um but where we are we're in like uh, residential like neighborhoods and, and gated communities and things like that so it's it's not as busy it's really not, it's nice very nice awesome yeah yeah that works real well when you know you're talking about having no schedule and just doing whatever uh as long as everybody's on the same page but then when you have like one or two that are like hey let's get organized and they're like a camp counselor and they want to go to you and be like hey what do you let four o'clock let's do this and then at six o'clock i don't know if you've had that experience with family but i have and uh it can people can kind of get mad if you just want to do nothing and then uh yeah they're you know you have little conflicts and you're like never again yeah everyone everyone here just wants to do nothing so it's fantastic Perfect. that's fantastic sounds like my kind of vacation yeah if you guys do decide like to go to destin one night i don't know how far it is from there but they have uh, like a Harbor Walk Village, like a little place where you can walk around. And like on, I think on Thursday, it's either Wednesday or Thursday nights, they have like a fireworks show. It's free. It's pretty cool. Oh. They do it like right over like the bay. It's pretty sweet. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I have to check that out. Nice. Destin cool. tips from Ronnie. Is that a new segment? <laughs> yep. <laughs> we just started it. Right now. I actually have been uh, to Destin a bunch. So, yeah, we could do yeah. that. Oh, uh, I totally forgot. Um, I got the uh, my seventeenth platinum this year. Yeah, you did. I played. You're uh, holding out on us. Day of the Tentacle. Okay, uh, so what is I, that? Uh, it's like a double fine um, <laughs> game, and it's a point and click adventure. It's kind of like the in the vein of um, uh, Secret of Monkey Island. Yep. So have you played that one, Mark? I have not played it. I've seen it. Okay, so it's it's just like that. It's point and click, but this is. Uh, uh, I didn't know that this was a time travel game. You know, this is this the plot oh, yeah. is this tentacle, this little monster uh, takes over the world, and it's your job to go back in time uh, and into the future uh, to save the world. And it's kind of cool because what you like pick up in one um, in the past, you can like throw it uh, into like a machine that transports it to the present or the future. Um, so you can use it then. Um, it's kind of cool um, how that works. Um, but yeah, it was it was a double fine game. Um, it was about a five hour platinum, something easy that I could play um, while I was down here in the house. So so yeah, nice. mm-hmm. it was fun. Sweet. 
But yeah, that's that. Oh, but I am finally done. Okay, taking the hand off. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> All right. Um. So I am back from my vacation. Um. Uh, as as you know, I was at the beach. I went to uh, the Outer Banks, which is in North Kakalaki. Um, yeah, it is. And uh, I was in a town in that area called Duck, North Carolina. Oh man. That's that's a great place. Yeah. I used to vacation there with my family through a lot of uh, middle school years. Not that I'm transitioning to anything. <laughs> wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> uh-huh. Topic of this week's episode. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> dare you say it? Five shadowing. No. Ooh. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I spent the week in Duck, North Carolina. Um. I think I covered the, about the first half of the week in last week's episode. Um, Wednesday, we went out to eat at uh, this really nice seafood restaurant. It's pretty much... We, those. We're, our vacation is pretty much like yours, Pat, where we really have no agenda. There's nothing really planned except for there are like just little non-negotiables like times where the family comes together. And it's usually involving food. Um, oh, I thought you were going to mm-hmm. say Apex. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, actually, but no. Um, although my um, my wife's nephews were actually sitting there watching me play Apex. Um, and I actually got to know you, Pat, and uh, and also Sheldor, because they knew you by name. It's like, is that Patrick and Jonathan? I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, but, uh, no, so we went to that seafood restaurant Wednesday night, um, and then Thursday was more of the same, pretty much just chilling out, doing whatever we wanted to, plenty of nap time, which was awesome, um, enjoying the scenery, because like I said, we were oceanfront, uh, at the beach, um, so it was always a beautiful sight to see, um, and Friday, we went and saw uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh. Yeah, because they do have a movie theater there. Um, so, And that was that was very much enjoyable. It was it the best movie ever, but um, no. But, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a good movie. Like, it's, it's very much a fun popcorn movie and everything you'd ex- expect in a monster movie. Um, you know, the special effects and their CGI was incredible. Um, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, uh, real quick, Mark, was this a direct sequel to the, the last one that came out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. In fact, it had, um, you know, a lot of the, the, the threads from like, you know, the final battle, like the final thing that happened in San Francisco in the Uh last Godzilla. Well, there was basically the whole story is the fallout of that and how, how humanity is living in light of of that whole idea of monsters living among them. Um, Wait, so was there one after the Matthew Broderick? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Much okay. longer after that. Like, I it came out like two or three years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it had uh, Ken Watanabe in it. Um, if you're not familiar with who he is, he was in Batman Begins. He was in Inception. He's the, the last samurai. Yep, he's in the last samurai. Um, the the um, Asian actor. 
that you always see in those movies. Um, he's a phenomenal actor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in this movie, um, tying to the the last movie because he was in the last movie. Um, and of course, they had uh, new uh, actors in the film, including Millie Bobby Brown, who, if you don't know, is Eleven from Stranger Things. Um, she oh, did okay. a gr- yeah, she did a great job. Um, they had Vera Farmiga. If you've seen Bates Motel at all, uh, she's Norma Bates on that show. Um, she was basically Millie Bobby Brown's character's mother, um, in that movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a fun time. Couple hours. Great popcorn movie. Um, if you go see it, there is an after credits scene. So stick around for that. Um, (laughs) and I can actually tell people that, you know, without my wife getting upset. So... Yeah, we saw that on Friday. What's that? So uh, I'm just thinking, like, I know Marvel does those after credits scenes because they usually have another movie coming right after it to continue the story. So this Godzilla, are they just going to continue the story? Are they going to make a huge Godzilla universe, the GCU? <laughs> they should. Well, totally. actually, they kind of did. Yeah. I don't want to get mm-hmm. too much into spoilers. Oh. Um, But... There was a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Kong Skull Island. So they're going to throw that into the this universe too? Yeah, they're connected. Oh, oh I had heard that. Because no next way. year, Godzilla vs. Kong is coming out. Oh, nice. man. I never really, ever watched... I didn't watch that Kong. Was it any good? I take it, Mark, you were the only one that watched it? I have not actually seen it. Was that, oh, was, okay. that was with Jack Black, right? And I think so. Watts. And yeah, no, um, definitely Brie not. Larson that's, was that's in it as well. That's probably why I didn't see it also. Brie yeah, Larson. Yeah. The one you're talking about, Patrick, is King Kong from early 2000s. Or... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still back you are, in the early you're, 2000s. You're like a generation like, behind on Godzilla yeah, and in, King back Kong. Back in those middle school days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, but no, no, uh, Brie Larson was in Kong Skull Island. This was before, obviously before Captain Marvel. Um, I think she was actually cast for Captain Marvel not long after uh, Kong Skull Island. But yes, the two movies are connected. Um, and they, they very much have those threads in this movie. But in any case, I very much enjoyed it. And you don't necessarily have to buy the movie. I'd go ahead and red box it. And it's a fun time. Um, so then What's Saturday, uh, we went to uh, another area. It's called uh, Mantio which is kind of in that same area uh, of the Outer Banks. Uh, went to a couple little shops there, and uh, we actually, throughout the course of the week, we went to a couple of restaurants that, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the TV show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on the Food oh, Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. For sure. Guy Fieri. Yeah. I've gone so, to a number of locations because of him. Yep. Dives. So a couple of the lo- the restaurants we went to uh, were actually places he visited and approved some of their food. Um, so we went to a, a restaurant called Tortuga's Lie, um, which I, I believe... Sounds like a pirate joint. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Tortuga's awesome. Lie. Mate. That's pretty much what it is. It's, that's the theme of it. Um, I'm trying to remember what he had. 
at their restaurant. I know the Mexican restaurant we went to on on that La Saturday. Coretta? It was not La Coretta. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but the Come Mexican on. restaurant we went to, it was called Ortega's. He had um, the fish tacos that were there. Um, but I don't remember what he had at Tortuga's Lie. But in any case, we went to both of those uh, restaurants, uh, both places he went to. Um, and they were great. Um, but then, uh, after all that, we made the five and a half hour trip back to Lynchburg. So we are back home now, um, back to normal life. Um, Mm -hmm. and back to life, back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. Um, but yeah, back to the, to the normal stuff on the gaming front, lots of apex, of course, I got to play Apex on that huge theater screen uh, at the beach house, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I bet that was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, pretty much Apex uh, on the on the gaming block this week. But that is pretty much my week so far. How about yourself, Ronnie? How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good, actually. Um, saw a movie this weekend. Mm-hmm. Care to share a little more before we get our hopes up? Nope. And you Just leave it at there. Keep the my hopes down. Just leaving it there. I'm going to leave it a mystery. Could have been yeah. yeah, I doubt after 33 <clears throat> straight weeks, it's not a mystery anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, <laughs> uh, I went. We went to uh, we went to the theater to see John Wick three. There you go. Oh, so yeah. We watched the first two uh, so that we could um, go see the third one in theaters and. I actually really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, very much, if you've seen the other John Wicks, it's it just very much like follows that same style. Like the action uh, was awesome. Um, Gotta go see it. Yeah, and no dogs died, which was great. I feel like maybe that's a little bit of a spoiler, but everybody probably will I appreciate so that one. I am so glad. I worry about that in every movie I watch. Everybody will so probably appreciate that It's good to know that, that no dogs died. In yeah, that first movie that. when the dog died, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This movie's going to start like that. But it all makes sense. That's why he went and just killed like millions of people throughout this three movie series. Yeah. I would have done it too. Kill my dog. dog I man. kill all of you. Um, the, the cool part about this is I went to a new movie theater that I've never been to. It's called the Cine Bistro. And it's like a really fancy movie theater. It's... um. It's one of those movie theaters where they like serve you at your seats in the theater and stuff like that. They'll bring you drinks. Um, so we, you order food. You can't order food during the movie. What you can do is you order. Yeah, I, I wondered that. Well, I've been. To, there's actually a theater down the street from me where you can order food at any time during the movie. Like you hit a little call button and they'll come out to your seat. How does that even work? Like, does the maitre d or usher or whatever like? Like they're like crawling on the ground like an army man. Pretty much. They're like, gotta be just, so they just pop up. They're, they're just like, ninjas. what can I get you? They're just ninjas that come <laughs> <Yeah>. in. Uh, <laughs> Drops from the ceiling. Hey, yeah. You want food? <laughs> they're just, they're all over the place, like hidden. They just pop out of nowhere. Like, what can I get for you? It's like, a, um, like wearing like a no, camouflage chair suit. This place, like they, some nachos, you, Batman. If you wanted to order like an entree, you had to order before the movie started. And so like we ordered dinner. I ordered a New York strip. Steak Ooh, dinner. Oh my gosh. I can never imagine eating that in the movie it theater. It was awesome too. It was really, was really good. Topped with popcorn? Yeah. No, I didn't end up doing the popcorn because I was uh, full of steak. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Did you say? Steak? But I ordered I ordered a drink and it was like a mixed drink and then they give you the option, which I thought was pretty cool. They give you the option of going ahead and adding another one of the same drink on, and they will bring it out to you forty five minutes into the movie. Automatically, it was pretty cool. Time your drinks, awesome. timing them out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so we did that. Uh, but this theater was really, really nice. Um, like the seats were like really nice, like leather. Obviously, your chair like flipped out. It was like a big like recliner. Like it was just really, really cool. Had a little like swivel table in front of you so you could eat while you were watching the movie. Um, and obviously New York Strip at a movie theater was a pretty sweet experience. Yeah, it was pricey, but totally worth it. Totally worth. Yeah, what you pay for? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, so I did that. Uh, that was on Saturday. On Sunday, I played the volleyball tournament, and actually won. Woohoo! Oh, nice. I know. Nice. Look at you. Yeah, we played. So you uh, it, was, uh, it was a men's doubles tournament, so I played with one of my buddies, and uh, we did really well. It was really fun. But cool. We had to be there at eight a.m., which was a rough morning to get there at eight a.m. <laughs> and uh, the tournament went on till about three thirty, and then I play in two volleyball leagues on Sunday nights. So I actually went home, took a 45-minute nap and a shower, and came right back up to play volleyball again. That was oh, rough. That is dedication. It was so Dedication. I wanted, to, I wanted to quit forever <laughs> at that time, <laughs> having to go back. Um, but I ended up going back, and uh, like it was, it was fun. It was a good time. But I was worn out. Every time I play volleyball, I get a um, – I'm always wearing a backwards like snapback hat when I play. And I never think about it until the day's over, but I always have a suntan line from that on my forehead every time. And like when I go Stylish. <laughs> when I go to work, I wear my hair like kind of like slicked back. So like it my whole forehead is exposed. But that's part of the part of the game, I guess. And I I, I mean you would think that I would learn after the first, I don't know, six times that's happened. I don't. I do not. I do not learn. <laughs> There's a part of my forehead that just never gets tan. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, you have that. Uh, other than that, uh, last thing I did this past week was uh, me and my two buddies. We beat that Super Mario Brothers game um, on the oh, Switch. Nice. Uh, I think nice. it's called Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. And I played this back on the Wii. Like, man, it was like probably five or six years ago. It's the same game, but there's been like some upgrades to it. And they have one character in particular. Well, there's a couple different characters that they have added since the original. And one of these characters is called Nabbit. And I have no clue what he's from. He's oh, like a little he, uh, purple guy. Yeah, he's like a little purple rabbit looking thing. He kind of looks like a character right out of like a Nightmare Before Christmas. Like he's got a big like teeth smile. He's got like a little uh, a little bag on his back. He looks like a little robber. But okay. all the characters have different features. And this guy cannot be killed by anybody. He can't be killed by like any of the enemy like creatures on any level. The only way you can die with him is if you like fall off a cliff or fall into lava or whatever. So we kind of cheated really because we got to the end and we were battling Bowser. Right. And I was Nabbit and I just kept running into Bowser. Like there was no, he couldn't kill me. (laughs) So it's just, it's, it's a, you know, a total um, easy street. I I assume that character, whatever it takes, I assume that character is probably like for little kids, but you know, whatever. If I can take Way advantage of the little kid I'll character. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for me. Lucas, tell something good. Yeah. Uh, my update is going to be very, 
missionary dad update because I played little to no video games this week. Ronnie, I have to say it warms my heart now for like two, three, four weeks straight. You've given us some video game updates on some video games you've been playing. So <laughs> I've enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you playing that old school Mario, yeah. side scrolling Mario. That is that is so sweet fun. action. I'm very jealous. So uh, this past week was uh, some of somewhat of the same, but there was definitely some things that were developing. But before I get into that, I needed to share two things because again, I checked my Windows OneDrive, and two important things happened on this day. Ten years ago, I ate a really good meatball sub in Fairmont, West Virginia. That's all. The other thing. Now, does that bring back any memories? Yeah, it actually, it actually does. Like uh, when I had that really good meatball sub, it was like a day when I hung out with my best friend in West Virginia, Tom. I've mentioned him before, but we had a day just hanging out together and uh, eating a meatball sub and hanging out at his house and and all that. So, like when I see the pictures, it does remind me of of things that happen in life, and so it's pretty cool. I don't know, because if I saw like, oh, 10 years ago I had a meatball sub, why did I post that? Or why, why no. did I take a picture so, of that? No, it's, yeah, it's every single picture. Well, it's like a, it's a really good meatball sub. Every I single mean, picture you, is, a, is a meatball sub? Maybe. I'd rather <laughs> not you say. post every time you eat a meatball sub? <laughs> you might judge me if I And now, okay, truth. so I would get it if you would do that. No, but this is a meatball yeah. sub, like in Friends, when Joey gets that meatball sub and he like... He says he tells Chandler he's going to share it with him, and you know, and he berates Chandler for not, you know, accepting the gift properly and all that stuff. Like yeah. it's that kind of meatball sub. It's a good oh, meatball sub. Okay, all right. So, the second thing that happened, that's more personal and more fatherly to talk about. It's a meatball sub that, you made. N- no, <laughs> a meatball sub I made my son, my unborn doesn't, son. Because doesn't have 10 anything ago, to do with the tallywhacker, does it? No, no, no tallywhackers this week. <laughs> Because uh, we're talking about my daughter and she does not have a tallywhacker. Okay. So, uh, two years ago, on this day, my daughter, at seven years old, got her very first haircut. At seven years old. Oh, so for wow. the first seven years of her life, she had mop head. Like, we did not cut her hair. <laughs> we didn't do anything. How long was her hair? It it was almost down to her butt. Like, it was it was long. And, uh... But it was looking really bad, like, you know, split ends and really raggedy looking. And we're like, Tasha, maybe maybe we should finally get your haircut. And she was really excited. She got her haircut. And, but there's all kinds of pictures showing her hair and showing the haircut. She looked really cute. And uh, it was cool. But speaking of my daughter now, two years later at nine years old, going on 13, going on teenager, uh, she, is, she is a handful. I don't know if you have this experience, Patrick, with your nine-year-old. But my daughter does not talk the way I remember nine-year-olds talking at the time. Like, she oh, has no. attitude. Like, big attitude. Like, there are times when she, I don't know, like, she just kind of is revealing her true colors. And I say something to her, and she's like, well, that's not what you said earlier. Like, she gives me, like, a snap, snap, snap kind of thing. And I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does a little. She might as well be doing a Z-snap to me. But, <laughs> but one thing that she's been doing lately is saying, I know after everything yeah dad i know like it's so bad she'll ask me a question she'll be like dad what are we doing later today and i'll be like oh we're going to we're probably going to go to the mall or the park yeah i know and that's what she says <laughs> yeah so it's like, like 
All right, we're leaving in five minutes. I know. How do you know? I just said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, then she asks these questions, and then she says, I know afterwards. I'm like, why, why are you saying you know? You asked me the question. It doesn't make any sense for you to say I know. But in the process of her saying I know all the time, I've realized that I say I know a lot. And so Mindy will say something to me, and my first reaction is to go, yeah, I know. And all of a sudden, I realize... So it's more like a, like a like an affirmation or a confirmation. You're just saying, okay, I got it. Yeah, but it's my way of saying, saying, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I've realized that the reason my daughter is doing it is because of me. She's repeating me. And it's, you know, you have those moments. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, yeah. Mark, when your dog like chews up a pillow, you realize, oh man, Cisco saw me chew up a pillow last week. And that's. <laughs> Yeah, he's when my that. dog pees in the house. Yeah. yeah, he's like, dang it. He saw me pee the other day in the house. I don't know if you grew up thinking about like nature versus nurture and which one's stronger. But as time goes on, I'm just like, I think it's 50-50. Like there's no, there's just so much nature and so much nurture and having kids. It's crazy. I know. Um, but besides that, with the family, everything's been good for the most part. I've kind of been spending like two days at home and then two days with the mission group. We still have our... Our mission group from Oklahoma and Texas here in Brazil. Uh, this week, there was definitely no bus riding involved in uh, in uh, the mission activities. So good. I've not had to avoid That's any good. bus bathrooms. You haven't been I haven't been bathroom losing any swamp. money. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I have not. I have not. Yeah. That's one of the oh, roughest oh. bathroom stories I think I've ever heard, to be honest. It, it is. It was a I bad actually, one. When I listened, to the, I listened to the episode the other day and I relived it and it scarred me again. It was bad. <laughs> I know. Uh, Yes. Uh, But the group has participated in a variety. Oh, yes. Thank you for that. (laughs) I knew you would say that. (laughs) You missed the one Pat snuck in a little while ago. Did you sneak one in? I I don't even hear it now. I just hear it so much. Oh, no. It's going to happen so much more now. Um, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, they've been participating in a variety of ministry programs at the church uh, that I came to in 2012. And they were participating in a soccer outreach program. They participated in a judo class. I don't know if you guys have ever done judo or mixed martial arts. Uh, but they literally, they, they, they recorded videos of them flipping Brazilians and flipping each other onto the mat. And it looked really fun. I was jealous that I wasn't there to firsthand observe the violence. But... Uh, that was that looked like a fun time, and then also they got to participate in a ballet class, which was also very magical. And you were uh, mad that you couldn't participate in that too. No, I was there and was definitely glad to be more of a photographer to ah. take pictures. But my daughter did participate, so she represented the Swisher family very well uh, nice. in that in that respect. Uh, coming up next for the group, we're going to be here in two days. Going to be traveling to Rio. We're going to connect with the very first church I visited when I originally came to Brazil for a month-long mission trip in 2003, many, many years ago. Uh, and uh, while we're there, we'll do some tourism, um, and we'll participate in some of the ministries that they're doing there in Rio. And then after that, I will be back, and I will have about five or six days to recover and prepare for a very special event that oh, I think we've mentioned. Oh, yeah. Now, I think we've talked about, but I don't think we've given any dates or said exactly when it was going to happen. But on this day, in about two weeks, 
I will be in the U.S. of A. Spring break, baby. Woo-hoo! Finally, Woo! the four of us are going to get together, and we are going to party. Yeah, We're going to hang out. And that's that's going to be pretty much how I start the trip. We're going to fly... We're gonna we're gonna actually fly out of Brazil at two fifty in the morning, which is absolutely ridiculous that we did that, but it was the best price for the ticket. So and and we're literally just gonna fly the whole day. We're gonna fly out two fifty in the morning and eventually we're gonna after going through like Panama City and Chicago O'Hare, I think, we're gonna arrive in Pittsburgh at like six fifty at night and then drive to Columbus, take a day or two to recover and get settled, and then we are headed off to Cincinnati. To have yeah. a GMJ party. Yes. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Do a barbecue at Patrick's house. Meet his family. Go to King's Island. Go to a Toby Mac concert. Meet Gabe Patillo. Oh, it's going to be fun. Meet people from the community of Married to the Games and Good Morning Guys podcast. It is going to be fantastic. So, so if you're listening the- right now and it's before June 19th, you're welcome to come to Cincinnati area. And hang out with us because we're going to be there for sure hanging out the 19th, 20th, and the 21st. Maybe even sneak in a volleyball game or two with that there, Ronnie Johantis. Yeah. What were we going to say, Patrick? Oh, I think uh, I think Jonathan, uh, that there shoulder is going to be yeah, he uh, is. there. There's uh, Arctic Warlocks. Matt, he's going to be there. Um, I don't know entirely who else. Uh, Jeff Swan. From the marriage right. of the games community, I think it's going to be there. Um, those are, I think, the ones that are confirmed. But um, there might be some others that are coming down from Dayton or Columbus. Um, but it's yeah, it's going to be a pretty good, pretty good meetup. I think there's also going to be that yeah. uh, Mark Boucher guy, right? Mayhaps. <laughs> mayhaps. <laughs> yep, mayhaps. <laughs> yes, I will be there. I will be there for sure. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Get to hang out with you guys. Get a GMG podcast T-shirt. Are we? It's gonna be good times. Are we gonna do a recording while we're all together? I think so. Yeah, it's gonna be weird, right? We're gonna figure it's that gonna out. Be strange. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be pretty <laughs> weird. We're gonna have to be like trying to make eye contact with all three people at once. Like, it's gonna have your heads on a swivel. Yeah, I don't even know how that's gonna work, but we're gonna figure it out because it's definitely not gonna happen on Monday night. Unless we're going to find some way to record with me in an airplane. We're going to have a heck of a time like, staying on topic that night. That could be yes. <laughs> that could be a non-topic that could night. Be, that's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, it's, if we're going to be podcasting or doing it, doing the episode um, at my house after the barbecue. Because if there's going to be like 30 people there, like I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We got lots of time. Two we'll weeks. be uh, doing the Figured podcast up. before a live studio audience. Doing it live. Doing it yeah, we're live. We'll do the podcast at the grill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll just have a rotating fifth mic and just random people will come in and join us during the topic of conversation. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe. It could be part of our crazy thing, recording the podcast during the barbecue with 30 other people. <laughs> bring your, oh, and my mom and dad will be there too. Yeah. Bringing their questions. My mom and dad and my niece yeah. uh, will be there. So it's going to be a good time. Oh sure. The last thing I had, uh, I had to, I had to insert this last segment that I usually put towards the beginning, but it's GMG community cornery timey, and this is apology editioni. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hmm. What happened? 
So last week, I missed some comments and questions from the show because we literally took 30 minutes to restart the show four times. And then at the end of the show, Mark's in-laws needed to go to bed. And so since Mark was awkwardly recording in their bedroom, he needed to leave so that they could switch places. And in all of that, I kind of rushed some things. And after the end of the podcast, I was like, oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed that too. I don't even see that. So I just wanted to give quick shout outs to a few people. Ken L at Kenneth DL on Twitter. He made a comment that I totally missed. And that was right in line with one of Ronnie's 90s movie experiences. He had this to say. He said, I was afraid of dinosaurs because I saw the original Jurassic Park when I was eight years old in 1993. The theater was packed, so we were in the front row. My irrational fear continued well into my late teens. So, Ronnie, you are not alone. (laughs) Kenneth L. was with you. Uh, Also, Ash Michelle, she had asked us, and I think that we can throw it out real quick, what our favorite 90s movie soundtrack was. Do you guys have a favorite? Space Jam, for sure. Especially after last week, because I listened to it all week long. (laughs) Did you? Nice. (laughs) So good. Uh, Yeah, I think we were talking about this after the uh, recording, Batman Forever, for me. Nice. Mm -hmm. The only good thing about that movie, the soundtrack. It really is. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. But anyway... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Batman Forever was not that bad. Batman and Robin, Trainwreck Central. But Batman Forever was really not that bad. I kind of liked them both. Eh, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> uh, but There's only so far Mark can go on, yep. on Batman. Yep. Um, if if you're going to try to enjoy a comedy that's not trying to be a comedy, then yeah, go watch Batman and Robin. Um, but in any case, um, probably, yeah, either Space Jam, Space Jam soundtrack or... Uh, the Lion King soundtrack. Yes, I was hoping you'd say that. That's also my favorite soundtrack. You had mentioned last week that you had the tape, and I had the CD. Ooh. And I would lay in my bed at night, use my wired earphones from my headphones from my stereo, and go to sleep listening to Lion King. It was nice. a beautiful thing. Very nice choices. Uh, the other person who had a question for us, Travis Popsicle. He said, favorite 90s movie that you want rebooted or a sequel? Is there any movie we talked about last week that you guys want to come back? Wait a minute. Just just the movie, just the same movie come back or like a remake of the movie? So it can be a reboot or a sequel. It could be a rebooted sequel. I always kind of wanted to see that Space Jam reboot. They've been talking about it, I feel like, for a long the time. One, like it was rumored. Are you for cool a while. with LeBron James? Yeah, or it was rumored for a while that LeBron James point. was going to be the main character in it. I always thought that would be really cool. Well, that's yeah. confirmed. He basically came out and said that that's happening. That is happening. That is happening. All right, you heard it here, Good. folks. It's happening. Now is is uh, Bill Murray awesome. going to be in it? That and, remains uh, to be seen. I Charles don't know. Charles Barkley. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this flick. You know Charles Barkley. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know, man. I, I, you don't need to reboot anything, honestly. Like some movies, you just need to leave alone. Let them be what they were. What um, about one we didn't mention last week? Super Mario Brothers. Reboot that baby. 
Let's oh yeah, and do it right. percent. <laughs> do it right. Please don't ruin it again. I had that baby on Laserdisc. I actually like that for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, full disclosure, um, I actually somewhat enjoyed that movie. Yeah. When I was I a kid. I thought the Goombas were a little weird and definitely... Uh, what is his name? I keep wanting to call him Dennis Rodman. I did that last week. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, thank you. He was a terrible Koopa. Like, yeah. Once he like transformed and came out of the bucket, the metal bucket that was on the, the rope, he looked awful. And and the fact that Yoshi was an actual human being that got like turned into no no it wasn't Yoshi it was Toad his Toad was an actual human being oh yes yeah yeah that was weird uh, the last thing I just wanted to mention a few shout outs to some people who who gave us some movies that we either glossed over or didn't spend any time talking about uh, Arctic Warlocks called us out on how we glossed over Shawshank Redemption sorry Matt. Uh, Corey Smith mentioned Angels in the Outfield and Homeward Bound, which I totally oh, forgot Angels. about those two. Angels, I mean, come on. Did we also forget you about know, Major League? The flap. Oh, is Major it, League, now, is that, Major League 2. Is that 90s? Or is that it was 80s? 90s, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Check. I know Major League 2, I'm pretty sure, was at least 90s, but I don't know about the first one. I think Major League 2 was 90s. I think Major League 1 was 80s. I, That's... I still, to this day, quote Angels in the Outfield. Because anytime somebody talks about having to run home, it always makes me think of run home, run home, run home. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> rookie of the he's year. going home. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rookie of the year is another one that got overlooked oh. for sure. Oh, yeah. It's goody. Oh, uh, there was another then... one that that same kid did. Um, uh, a kid in King Arthur's Court. He did that. That is that same kid actor. I don't... This... I don't think that one needs to be mentioned. Okay. Well, I enjoyed that movie, so you <laughs> shut kidding. your face. Oh, all right then. <laughs> the gloves are coming off. Uh, the The last one my wife reminded me of that uh, we to- I totally left out and felt terrible about afterwards is The Sandlot, one of the most horrible oh, movies yeah. ever. There's so many good movies. And you know, so many. with that, I think we definitely have to say there's going to be part two to 90s movies. Even part some of the did. ones we've mentioned. Yeah, it's going to happen someday. Yeah, I agree. We need to get back to that. For sure. You know why I like The Sandlot so much? Do you guys know why? Can you guess? I know. No, but I bet you're going to tell us. Because it came out when you were in middle school? No, not because it came out when I was in middle school. <laughs> I don't remember what. What year did that come out? Does it, Mark, do you know? I do not know. I can consult Gosh. the Google machine. Failure. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm just going to guess. I think it came out during high school. However, it reminded me of my middle school days, hanging out with my buds, running around the neighborhood. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Anyone? I know. No. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Byron? Nobody? No, nobody had those experiences? Yeah, I guess I did have some of those experiences. All right. See, it reminds you of middle school, which, as you know... Because we've alluded to it 25 times. That's our topic of the show. So let's get right into that middle school life. All right, guys and gals. First, before we jump into the dirty details and the past uh, of our fantastic days in middle school life, uh, we need to establish what grades 
were middle school, actually, because there is an argument between my wife and I that she believes middle school is 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and I say it's 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I agree with, I agree with Mindy. Ah, uh, I knew you'd take her side. You would, homeschooled nerd boy. No. Actually, well, I, I think I think middle school is only eighth grade. You know, yeah, yeah according to you, middle school eighth grade. It's in the middle of high school and all the grades before think, it. Think think about this, like your elementary school years one two three four. Yeah. Your middle school years five six seven eight. Yeah. And then your high school years nine ten eleven twelve. It's the exactly. middle. Exactly. Thank you, Mark. I knew you were a smart guy, and now. I realize even more, you're the smartest man in the room right now. What about preschool and kindergarten? Those don't count. College, so <laughs> pre pre K. You know, your <laughs> yeah pre K. What about what about what about summer school and, and second breakfast and all that? <laughs> okay, okay, there. Eleven C's. <laughs> all right, there, Pippin. Oh, wait a minute, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> we're we're establishing when Lord was middle of the school. Rings. See, I was confused by this too because I thought middle school was four through six. Whoa, whoa, and then whoa. seventh and eighth was junior high. That's the way See, it was I broken think junior down. Junior high is like that's what old people used to do. Junior high is that for is old way people. Way too confusing. So that's what you did then. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, another bird. He's on fire. <laughs> Somebody get the aloe out. I'm shaking my head right now. I'm judging you. Oh, you and your goodness. junior mint high school. All right, but so yeah. we agree then. It's five, six, seventh, and eighth grade. Great. Yep. So moving on. Um, uh, what what was the name of your middle school? And I know Patrick. We've already established that you went to school in eighth grade, and that is all. And that's all good because Corey Fouch. He also said I was homeschooled. Who? So my. Corey Smith, sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, he okay. said, I was homeschooled, so my middle school years are pretty boring. But I bet, Patrick, just eighth grade alone, you have some stories to tell. I was homeschooled from second grade to seventh grade. Um, and then I went to public middle school in eighth grade. Um, and it, I, the, the, the transition from being homeschooled to a public school uh, was probably the biggest memory that I had. Not actually because in eighth grade, you know, I'm getting, I'm in public school. I am in a school with hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, whereas when I was homeschooled, it was just me and my sister and my brother, you mm-hmm. know? So it was a huge transition for me. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, the, we got homeroom um, that, there's a there's some people I remember some people I don't but I was it was like it was just like a a, a lot for me to take in as far as you know the the people um, and because it was just like a blur eighth grade was yeah, absolutely blurred me um, because of there's just it was just a lot but one thing that um, that I did that uh, uh, because I mean I didn't know anyone I knew two people and that was the, only because I knew them back in first grade um, and uh, so. I was tall. I was six two when I was in eighth grade. Whoa, so jeez, you were a giant. Yeah, mustache. I am. I'm six two now. <laughs> so <laughs> you haven't grown since eighth grade. I've not. 
it was a huge growth spurt. So one, two, I was skip a tall a dude, and so I immediately I tried out for the um, the basketball team, and I ended up making it. I wonder uh, why. Like Yao yeah. Ming in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it down low. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what that's where I made some of my some of my friends was a basketball team. But other than that, I mean, like I didn't. It was hard. It was hard to make some friends. Mm. Um, I bet it was. Just everyone like, already had their own cliques. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, eighth grade. I mean, I think about going in fifth grade, and you're just you're just like deer in the headlights, all clueless, kind of figuring things out. I mean, I really feel like that's when like the class clown stuff and bullies, bully encounters started to uh, come around. When you reach fifth grade, and you look at those eighth graders, those six foot two bearded huge (laughs) eighth graders you know looking down upon you like they're gonna crush you it's like uh it's like drago looking down at sylvester stallone and rocky three four three wow which one is it i'm blanking four i will break you i will break you i don't remember (laughs) which rocky does but anyways uh yeah man it's a crazy time and i know for me the transition was um, not so much relationally because everybody that I went to elementary school with came with me to middle school. So I already knew everybody. Uh, but I remember middle school, the big shock was the enforcement of rules. Like they would tell you all the rules, like no foul language or, uh, no running in the hallway. Uh, don't be late for class. Uh, it was the first time where we had multiple teachers and so we had to get used to like, okay, the next two classes are with this teacher and then the two classes after that are this teacher and you have five minutes to get there, go to your locker and all that stuff. And we didn't have any of that in elementary school. And so I remember along with the new rules, uh, well, my dad used to say new level, new devil. Uh, and the devil for us was violations. Uh, teachers and staff could give you a violation, which if you got so many violations, you would then get suspended from school or you'd go to detention and so if it was so like, especially at the beginning in fifth and sixth grade, it was so extreme that like, if you even like went to a brisk walk, you could get a violation and they'd, they'd like call you over and they'd write on a little piece of paper, sign it and then hand it to you. And that was like your, your death certificate. Like it was just like the walk of shame. And if you got so many of them, you would get, you would get in big trouble with your parents and all that stuff. It was terrible. Yeah. I remember like going into and for some reason it was this way with middle school and high school i don't know why but like the transition to middle school was such an adjustment for me academically for mm-hmm. some reason when i was in 5th and 6th grade like i struggled in classes i didn't want to do my homework um got like D's and F's on on some papers and stuff Mm. like that when like obviously first through fourth grade I was fine like I did super well had A's and D's in all all my classes and then you know the adjustment fifth to sixth grade fifth and sixth grade in middle school it was a nightmare um and yeah like you said um you know introducing multiple teachers teaching different subjects and and having to switch to multiple classrooms and all that kind of stuff um, was a huge, huge change. And, of course, you know, it was exciting for me, though, because you're going to a new school after after being in, um, in elementary school for so long. You feel like you're going in with the quote-unquote big kids um, mm-hmm. and moving on to a new phase. Now, my elementary school actually had... 
it had a fifth grade class. It had one fifth grade class. Like, uh, typically in the elementary school, there was like, for each grade, there was like 13 classes. And for fifth grade, there was one class at the elementary school. Or mm-hmm. you could go to middle school where it was like they had a full-on like multiple fifth grade classes. Um, so you got the choice. And obviously you wanted to be cool and go to the new school and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I chose to go straight to middle school. Um, I know I had a couple friends that actually stayed behind. Um, but, you know, obviously brand new environment, brand new structure, all that kind of stuff. And I just, I just struggled hardcore with it for some reason. Um, socially it was fun, but yeah, for some reason I just had a difficult time with it. Hmm. How about you, Ronnie? Uh, first I want to make a comment about the violations thing. That's such a serious mm-hmm. word, like for middle schoolers, like a violation, <laughs> know, right? man. That, that's, yeah, and they used it so heavy handedly. The <laughs> they were just like, that's a violation. So we used to call ours demerits. We were so scared in fifth grade. We used to so use, uh, what did they call them? They called them white slips. And basically what they okay. were, they were just yeah. demerits. Uh, but I remember yeah. when I was a kid, and I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode, I was like terrified to break the rules. I was terrified yep. to go home with like a white slip. And Same way. I think I maybe only got like one, maybe two, like my entire my entire time through school. Like I did not get very many at all. Um, but yeah, dude, I, it's it's funny. Like if they were called violations, I think I would have been more scared of them actually because <laughs> uh, that is a serious thing. But uh, kind of similar to Mark, like it was, uh, it was a really weird transition for me too. Not really socially because I knew a few people. But, uh, like, the new building and stuff, it seemed like coming from, like, a primary, like, we, it, it was called the primary school, which is, like, K through 4, I think, um, at my school. Was it K through 4? Yeah, I think it was K through 4. Um, it was a really, like, intimidating transition for me, like, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, the new building, like, like, I remember thinking to myself when I got to that building, like, or no, it was K through 3, by the way. Uh, four through six was the middle school. I remember the lockers were like double the size and everything. It was like we just oh, yeah. like entered into this like huge, huge school, man. You're like, whoa. So it was really it was uh, my my experience was similar to Mark's. Very nice. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember like with um, with rules and stuff. I remember we had like a huge student handbook that they gave every student, and every every student had to read over it and mm-hmm. sign it. And basically, that handbook was also like your, um, it was kind of like your planner. Um, it had like, it yep. was itemized with by uh, like I remember that, weeks using and planners. days. Yep. So you basically always had your handbook with you. Um, and you had to like show the teacher, make sure that your, uh, um, that your teacher or that your parent signed the handbook as well as you signed the handbook to acknowledge that you read it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were super serious about rules. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think I almost feel like the the forcing of the rules kind of made people. I I think that's one thing that kind of instigated people falling into. I don't know if I want to say clicks, but like stereotypes. Uh, so in your guys's middle school, I or at least in my middle school, I feel like that was the time period when people started to fit their the roles that eventually would apply also to high school, where you'd have like class clowns. 
you'd have bullies, you'd have the jocks, you know, as people started to play sports more. Uh, where did you guys fit in? In uh, Did you start to, like, I don't know, start to lean towards a certain direction pretty quickly, or did it take you longer? Maybe it didn't happen until high school. Um, I know for me, I hit the class clown thing pretty fast, uh, and I definitely stayed away from the bullies. I wasn't a big kid. I was kind of a chubby kid, so I definitely had no reason to be a bully. I was a short, chubby kid. and uh, uh, But I definitely wanted to kind of deflect either, you know, I had like a rosy red cheeks uh, when I was a kid. And I mean, I still kind of have it now, but it was like super, like when I would get embarrassed that my cheeks would like grow, like grow, no, glow, <laughs> grow. <laughs> my cheeks would grow really big. I look like a chipmunk. No. Uh, but they would glow like when I'd get embarrassed or whatever. It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed, red-cheeked reindeer or something. Uh, and so the way I would deal with that and deflect it was just by being funny, by making jokes. And, of course, I would use that to get girls' attention because also during that time, and we'll have some time to talk about the ladies, uh, the ladies. when we were you know, in middle school and you, you, know, you just chase them around and pull their pigtails. <laughs> In elementary school, I don't ever remember doing that. Actually, I was doing all wrong. But then you get to middle school, and you're like, "Hmm, okay, I see that. I see you. You're kind of pretty." That was the phase when you liked them, but you weren't sure what that even meant. Like, I like her. Yeah, well, you just run up behind her and like slap a kick me sign on their back. (laughs) (laughs) That'll get my point across. Exactly. I like you. So did you guys start leaning towards any certain direction of, of those stereotypes that we've seen in movies and I'll definitely see in high school? I would. Oh, yeah, I went. I go would, ahead, Mark. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I went you full ahead. on. You go ahead. No, but wait. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, get out of it. Get out of it. Um, the loop is coming. <laughs> no, um, I basically fell into the artsy fartsy category pretty quick. So you like drawing uh, stuff and then going. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. That's exactly how it happened. I was like, look at this work of art. There goes Mark again. (laughs) How do do I take that course? (laughs) Never want to step into that room. Um, (laughs) um, But anyway. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I stepped into basically, you know, art, drawing, all that kind of stuff. And also... Um, I was involved with the chorus in middle school, um, you know, doing the, the, my singing thing. Oh yeah, and that's where I really started to start blooming in terms of my interest in music. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I fell into that category. Like I I already had an interest in it, but that's where I kind of found my place. Uh, okay, was in all the creative arts type stuff cool cool yeah for me um i was i was quiet um i just more of like an observer uh because i'm like i don't know how to act in front of people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, who who what are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do with my hands? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I didn't know. I mean, like, I didn't really come out of my shell until I would say probably sophomore year in high school. So, which is another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I was, I was more of an observer. I was quiet, you know, just figuring things out. 
the gentle giant. <laughs> gentle giant. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the tallest man on campus. I will say that I fell in with the. So I I played football ever since I can remember. I think ever since I was like five years old, and. So all of those guys that I played football with, like I, you know, we all went to the same school and stuff. So I kind of fell in with that group. I wouldn't really say it was like a group of jocks because like middle school was like kind of too early for that, really. Like there's, yeah, you know, those was. cliques and it's stuff It's the beginnings like of it, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't, it's not um, definitely not like high school. But I always had like my football buddies and stuff like that, guys that I'd kind of grown up with, like playing football with and stuff like that. But for me, I was, I was more on the quiet side as well. So not really class clown, not a rule breaker, um, just kind of like the kind of quiet, kind of similar to like Patrick. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, for me, you know, Mark, you bringing up the choir, uh, I definitely kind of, I, I tried to dabble in a little bit of everything. So while I was trying to be funny, I also was a part of the choir and I, you know, I've always enjoyed singing and I would sing in my church and I would sing at school. Um, but even at the same time, just like, you know, Patrick and Ronnie, you guys mentioned getting into sports. Um, I really enjoyed basketball and baseball at that time. However, physically, like I was really slow to develop. Uh, I, I, I stayed like a, I, I feel like I was just a short little hobbit kid until like my sophomore year of high school. So, uh, kids, kids, my age were growing taller and I was not keeping up with them. So, like I remember my seventh grade year, I think when they open up uh, tryouts for basketball, like I had my heart set. And it was the first time I actually wanted to play a sport for the fun of playing the sport. Like I'd always played baseball, but I more did it just because oh, my friends do it. I've always done it. You know, I started T-ball back in elementary school. But with basketball, I really enjoyed it. I'd play, you know, after school, I'd play with my friends and uh, I went to tryouts and I think I make it, made it to the second round of tryouts and did not get any further and so from there I, I just pretty much was like you know what maybe I'm not a sports guy and uh, you know I played I played baseball to the beginning of high school but I didn't really I wasn't really into it um, but overall my my I think my falling out with sports began in middle school because I realized that I was not coordinated and that I realized I was not competitive whatsoever and I found that in order to get ahead in the game, in order to be good at something, you have to have at least a competitive edge. And I couldn't care less when I was in middle school. <laughs> couldn't. Nice work. I still say that wrong. I'll tell you what, that's the first time I've said it wrong in the past like two or three months since uh, Arctic Warlocks called us out on it. I still say, I could care less. <laughs> that's so natural. I know. It's just, I could care less. But anyways, but I don't, I, but I don't care less. Um, but to me, the, the, the thing that also changed with uh, middle school was that instead of having free time to just play in a playground or whatever, uh, we had lunch, but then after lunch you had, uh, you had gym time. And second lunch, second lunch. I wish I would have been, even, I would have been an even fatter kid, <laughs> but, uh, we had, we had a uh, gym time. And so you would switch with grades. So like while some people are having lunch, the other half of the, the grades would be in gym time. And what that would mean is you either sit on the bleachers or you play kickball. And we had hardcore competitive kickball, and I was terrible at it. I did not get the concept. And I still don't really get I mean, I get it more now. But when I was in middle school, I did not know how to like form my foot or move my foot in a way to hit the ball so that it would go further than about four and a half feet. Like, 
I was terrible. Like I just, I, it was like a fish hitting a ball. Like it just kind of just slapped the ball and it just wouldn't go anywhere. There were kids that would kick the ball and you would get a home run if you hit the back wall of the gym on the other side. And I never came close to that. I was like that kid that just kind of tapped it with his foot and just ran as fast as he could to the first base. Uh, but that was a huge competitive thing in my school. What were you saying, Patrick? A little, it just—it sounds like a bunt. Just, just put the put the bat on the ball, kind of thing. Yeah, it was run. exactly <laughs> that. I'm like, I can't kick it far. I'm gonna—I'm the one of those kids. I'm like, if I kick it as hard as I can, it's just gonna pop it up in the air, and someone's gonna catch it. So I was like, You're you know what? Gonna fall flat on your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was another thing that changed. You know, kind of going from having that, like, in elementary school, we had a huge jungle gym and all these things to kind of have free jungle gym and park time. And then in middle school, we didn't have that. They had organized kickball, or you could sit in the bleachers, which that was another thing that uh, you know brought on with the girl thing. Because if you had a girlfriend, you pretty much would sit in the bleachers and hold sweaty hands with one another and not talk whatsoever, because it was quite <laughs> awkward. And it was middle school. So, did you guys have any of those experiences? A, this is a perfect time to tell this story because in yes. middle school, I got my first girlfriend. There you go. And. It was hilarious. It was it was a hilarious story, really, because I remember like I liked this girl and like she kind of liked me. So one day she asked me if I wanted to go out, and by asking somebody what? to go out when I was in school, that meant like be boyfriend and girlfriend, not actually go out anywhere. Of course, like exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll have my mom uh, come pick you up. You know, uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I remember her asking, and I was like, yeah, like and I remember being like really excited about it. Right, I was like, all right, like. I'm going out with this girl. Never talked to her. And I mean, when I say never talked to her, I mean 24 hours later we hadn't spoken. And then we decided to be friends after that. It was a hey. one-day relationship. <laughs> At least you were friends after that. Yeah. That's a that's a good result. Totally true. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, I like I I remember like I remember that first stage of liking girls. You liked them, but you're like no idea what to even say or how to act. Nope. No clue what you're doing. There's nobody giving advice. <laughs> you're just out there. It's just you don't know what to do. Not at all. So, I think this is. Did it, did uh Patrick or uh, Mark? Did you have any 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 stories or comments to add about girls or kickball or? Well, there was one girl uh, in my science class that I did not know was in my eighth grade science class until about three years ago. <laughs> Jeez. Talk about late and to the game. And that was my wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was in your science class? You had no idea? We, yeah. So there was like 30, 35 people in, in this class. And uh, and yeah, like we were we were looking through the our, our, our eighth grade yearbook and we see... Uh, this, our science teacher, and then one of the kids that was my be- was my best friend when I was in home while I was homeschooled, and I saw a picture of. Him. I was like, I was like, oh, cool, you know, like I remember that class. And my wife was like, hey, I was in that class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we what? go back even farther than that? we thought. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But that's yeah, that's it. I didn't have any girlfriends in eighth grade. I didn't. I didn't uh, blossom until. I was in high school, so again, mm-hmm. another topic for another day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will add yeah, something to that, Lucas. Seven shadowing, Lucas. You said you were like, you said you were a chubby <laughs> kid, shadowing. a chubby kid, and uh, I totally was the same way. I actually did not. 
when I got my driver's license when I was 16, first of all, I'm 6'2 now. Um, when I got my driver's license when I was 16, my height was 5'6". Like I was, I didn't, yep. I didn't actually start to grow like hit my like growth spurt until like late sophomore year. Yeah, that's about when I when I hit it too. The the height that you were when you were sixteen was basically the height that I was when I was sixteen, and I am still that height now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we meet, you're gonna Mark. realize that I represent. hit a growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> It's still not too late, Mark. You can still hit that growth spurt. Yep, you never know. Any day now. <laughs> still wait. <laughs> um, but no, I hated, I hated gym class, um, especially like in my middle school for gym class. They had, um, they had, uh, what is it? Not uniform requirements, but like dress code. Yeah, they had dress uh, requirements. Basically, you mm-hmm. had to change into shorts. And all that kind of stuff. And the thing you need to understand about me is that I am pure Frenchman. And many... <laughs> Ooh many, la la. Yeah. Oui. Argenté, mademoiselle. The thing, about, the thing about the French is they are quite hairy. <laughs> and... <laughs> and... So... I wonder where this was going. I... Um, <laughs> I <laughs> uh, I started like getting hair on my arms and legs. Second grade, very early on. Second grade. <laughs> I was a fetus. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Shaven in the womb. I came out like, is there actually a human being inside this clump of hair? Um, <laughs> the wolf man. Cousin it. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah, so I I was very mature in terms of hair on my arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And, of course, <laughs> lots of the other kids, like, guys in my class were not like that. They were still, like, bare. Hairless. <laughs> so they would make... Hairless yeah. bears? <laughs> While and, you were an actual bear. Yep. And uh, and I always felt so self conscious about it because everybody would like make fun of me like like oh my gosh you're so hairy like and it would just make me feel really self conscious and yeah. and they had locker rooms and so you had to go into the locker room and change and that was always a weird time for me um, <laughs> being the Frenchman that you were yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was never really good at sports, ever, and I hated gym class because I knew I wasn't good at sports, and and I was one of those stereotypical last person picked kind of people, um, and it things just never went well for me. Um, in terms of girls, however, oh, I did have... a different story. That is a different story. <laughs> They like the hair. (laughs) (laughs) Chicks dig the facial hair. Um, But no, uh, I believe it was sixth grade was when I got my first girlfriend. Um, Like actual longer than day girlfriend. Um, And we actually talked. 
um, which was nice. <laughs> well, you were on the ball. In sixth As grade. relationships happen. No, we were both we were both like complete nerds, um, and so we were big to big in like anime and stuff like that. And we would always be in because uh, we had, and in in fifth and sixth grade, they actually this was when they introduced uh, study hall time. That was you, the best I, class in the world. <laughs> yep. But they called it in middle school. They called it enrichment. Oh my god! Did anybody actually study in this? <laughs> it's like oh, the parents look at that, like, "Oh, you're in the enrichment." Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. Enriching you to sleep, and do it's nothing. Like, well, you got in trouble. Like you couldn't sleep. In, yeah. In enrichment, you couldn't. You had to be doing something. All right. Um. Fair enough. So, but yeah, that was basically your study time, or if you didn't do your homework the night before. And you had to get it done before a certain class. Yeah, that's when you get it done. Um, but, yeah, so I had my, my first girlfriend, and we had the same enrichment class. Um, and we would go back and forth, like, drawing different, like, you know, Dragon Ball Z characters and ones that we made up and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And and so that's how we got to know each other. And then... In in fifth and sixth grade, they introduced the idea of dances. Yes, um, I'm glad they, you brought they, that up. They had they had it separated. There was fifth and sixth grade dances, and then there were seventh and eighth grade dances. Um, but yeah, so obviously the hormones were at play there. Um, so yeah, I, I went to the dance with my girlfriend and all that fun stuff um which half the time it was you running around with your friends and not actually dancing until it came to like one of the the last songs and then you you actually slow danced with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever Mm -hmm. um and then yes at the end of the night we kissed (laughs) so your first girlfriend was your first kiss yes Mm -hmm. nice I didn't even talk to my first girlfriend. <laughs> you got Ronnie beat. They got me. <laughs> and of course, I wasn't that good at it, but you know. You got to start somewhere. You were man. a boy amongst men. Reverse yeah. that, though. <laughs> men amongst boys. Men amongst boys. I'm a real boy. Whoops. Um, I'm a real boy. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so it's just always hilarious to go to those dances because you're just basically running around with your friends, avoiding the girls, and then finally you, you, you gathered up the the guts to actually dance with a girl. So, but still fun times. Yeah, those those dances were something to see. I can only imagine looking back, like seeing it with my adult vision and eyes, because I just. I see some of the pictures, and most of the pictures I see, we are covered in sweat, because during <laughs> middle school was like when you're really like you're sweating more, you're going through puberty, and like you stink. Everybody's and I'm all just greasy. Like, How in the yeah, exactly? <laughs> and it's like never want to be in that room either. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but dance like dances were like gym class. Like you were working, you were dancing, you were bringing out your best moves. Like I remember. Uh, I remember one time starting to do some dance moves that I don't know if I saw it on TV or what but we started like nobody knew how to dance to the ymca and i remember there was one dance in like sixth and seventh grade i started to do something and people just it was like out of a movie like they started to watch me do it you know i did the you know the the finger thing i can't 
describe it, but you know, where you do the finger up and down, you know, and where you get to the YMCA part, like I would do this motion and then do this, like, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know what to call it. Like, just like a air thrust. But everybody liked it. So by like the next year, whenever that song would come on, like everyone would be like, let's do Lucas's dance to the YMCA. And like the whole school was doing it. And it was really cool. But uh, I remember actually my second kiss at one of those dances was also my first failed kiss. Uh, I'll tell you the story for my first kiss in a second, which was not at uh, a school dance. It was at a uh, birthday party at someone's house, which is a whole different story. Life outside of school and middle school. Um, but my second failed kiss, I was dating a girl that had braces. And I'll be honest, oh, I didn't no. know how to approach kissing a girl with braces. It felt like playing like uh, Operation, where it's like, if I go in the wrong way, I'm going to get cut. Like, I'm going to get sliced on the lips or something. Because, <laughs> I mean, she had a lot of braces. It felt like like kissing that, that Bond villain, uh, Jaws, I think. Uh, <laughs> Looking back, I'm not sure why I dated her, but I just did. But uh, I remember we were thinking about kissing, and we were awkwardly going in. This is like seventh grade or eighth grade. And one of her friends came up behind us and hit our heads together. <laughs> and her braces hit my lips as I was afraid was going to happen. And, like, I started bleeding everywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> and I had to go to the bathroom and, like, clean up my face and lips. And needless to say, she broke up with me the next day. So I kind of feel like... I got the raw end of the deal because it wasn't my fault. I feel like you got the good end of the deal, man, if you were bleeding at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're telling me. But, uh, Mark, like you, in sixth grade, I also had my first girlfriend and my first kiss. But it was at a birthday party, and I was a professional from the beginning. And I was also a Frenchman, if you know what I mean. (laughs) 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 I went right to it. I was like, no practice, no nothing. Uh yeah, my first kiss was like, like you were just playing, all, you were all playing tonsil hockey. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was really <laughs> awkward. Like looking back, I can't believe, I can't believe I did that. Like we were in a party in front of everybody, and it was like, yeah, it was way too much. But Good it was night. just a phase of my life where I just went all in. It was, I mean, honestly, it was like three or four months after my mom passed away, and uh, you know, not to go into a lot of the the darker details, but I really. You know, I, it wasn't exactly a tale of two Lucases, but a lot of things changed in my life. And I started to focus on a lot of different things in middle school that I did not focus on in elementary school. And it was before I was a Christian. So, you know, you know, so uh, but that was my first kiss. And uh, then from there, you know, you just start dating girls and just holding hands. And it's still awkward, like even though I you know, had my first kiss, I still had no idea what I was doing. I mean, is a headbutt, as, like, technically a kiss still? You guys just basically no, headbutt no, that was my other, right? that was my second. The first kiss that I did was successful. That was in sixth grade. The headbutt was in seventh or eighth grade, and no, that was a fail. So I kind of, like, lost my confidence from my first kiss <laughs> that happened in sixth grade. <laughs> gotcha. So I kind of had to start over. <laughs> going um, going yeah. back to the dances real quick, I just have this one distinct memory of... And it was the that girl, my first girlfriend that I was dating. Uh, we were we were out on the dance floor and we were slow dancing, and of course, me being ridiculous hormonal sixth grade Mark, 
um, I I looked up at God and I was like, I mouthed the word "thank God," and and <laughs> and God. I remember and I remember there was like one of the like one of the jock kids or whatever was like right like probably five feet away from us. And he was looking at us like he was watching two dogs get it on or something like that. <laughs> like he was so disgusted. He's like, ugh. He's like, ugh, nerds. You're like, shut your face. <laughs> and I, I can just remember shave, the look punk. on his face. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Uh, Ash Ingram said, I don't have any interesting stories from high school, really. High school's, well, she, she got confused. High schools in the UK. I think, Wait, what? Maybe <laughs> she meant middle schools. Yes, sorry. I don't have any interesting... We're going to change it for her. Sorry, Ash. I should have just changed this on my own, but I forgot. I don't have any interesting stories from middle school, really. Middle schools in the UK don't seem to be nearly as much fun as the States. I do have a question for you all, though, but wanted to check. Is this strictly middle school, or will you be talking about high school? And then Mark answered, sticking with just middle school this episode. High school is a whole different episode. And then Ash Ingram said... <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll sit this one out because there's no middle school here. Just primary school, straight to high school. Ash, are you like Doogie Howser? Is that uh, is that something that happens? How do you go from primary school to high school? Like, do they have six grades in each school? Genius. That's how. Is that how it well, happens? They probably just lump the uh, elementary and middle school in. All right. Fair enough. Well, Ash, we will look forward to your question in the high school edition when we get there. Uh, Tara Jacked, he said, My middle school years are when I transitioned from the denomination I grew up in to the denomination that I'm going overseas with. He is going to be a missionary, for those that don't know. Nice. Uh, yeah. He said, I followed a friend in high school to the high school youth group at his new church, and from there I learned more about having a personal relationship with my Savior. I went to public school, but I was much more involved with my church friends than my school friends. That church is where I met my wife and became very involved in ministry. But those are stories for a different episode. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that there shelter, he said, we all probably had an idea during this time of what we wanted to be or even who we would be in high school or college. For me, I'm not even really close to the person I thought I would be during this time. I've done a lot less and I'm generally not put together as I thought I'd be. That said, are any of you what you thought you would be in high school? Well, yeah. Are any of you what you thought you would be in, uh, hold on, high school or, he said or high school or college, but I'm guessing he's meaning like when we were in middle school, did we become who we thought we would be is what I'm gathering from his question. Does that sound right? Wait, do it based on what we were doing in middle school and what we thought about yeah like when we were in middle what, school what, what our lives would be like yeah. in high school or college or high or what our lives would be now yes <laughs> i'm so confused that is correct so pretty much in middle school you had an idea maybe maybe share what your idea of, of what life would be like when you were in high school college or even as an adult and did it turn out the way you expected go no <clears throat> nope great no no care to give any context with those no's no no <laughs> no <laughs> nice uh i know i i didn't i mean like i wanted i don't i didn't know what i wanted to be uh to be honest i knew i knew all i knew is i wanted to be married and have kids 
Um, I mean, like, I got a job in an insurance with an insurance company. I had no idea. Come on. How many? There's so many middle schoolers that want to work with insurance. I mean, that's magical. I want to be an insurance (laughs) salesman. And then after that, I want to be in the back office. And then I want to manage people. No. No one says that. Is that what you sounded like? I love managing people. Oh, yeah. I was a six foot. I was a six foot two, but my voice really didn't. (laughs) Blossom until I was nine, nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a constant helium. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I think in middle school I wanted to originally be a cartoonist or do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um because drawing and stuff was honestly where I went to first. Um but as I got more into my later years of middle school and going to high school, it switched to music. Um, especially when, to be honest, like going into eighth grade and then going into high school, um, I found a place where I was uh, accepted and, and also like people basically gave me attention for mm-hmm. it. Um, I was as much of the cool kid as I could be within that circle. Um, so that, like I said, that all switched, but so I don't think I, what I am now where I thought I was going to be starting out in middle school. Cause I wanted to do something with drawing. And now honestly I do, I just draw just a doodle or, or for fun or whatever. Your doodler. Um, that all took a real back seat. Yep. One cool doodler. Hey! I think for most of my childhood into high school, I I wanted to be a police officer. And I made it about halfway through college wanting to be a police officer. So, no. I didn't end up being a police officer. I worked for an insurance company. Fair enough. Did you did you watch a lot of uh, bad boys growing up? I did actually. Or watch I still a lot love of that show. Cops, bad boys, bad boys. Uh, what you gonna do? I, know, I mean, did any yeah. theme song get you more pumped up than that though? For real, that was uh, awesome. Not at all. No doubt. Well, for me, um, this is this is also connected back to Terrajact, uh, his kind of comment about how he switched uh, church denominations, um, as I've talked about before. Um, and, and alluded to earlier during middle school was when my mom passed away and, um, I, I went through a lot of mental, emotional, uh, changes in my life. Uh, and I just started hitting extremes, um, in terms of what I envisioned for the future at the time, like fifth and sixth grade, I went from everything to like wanting to be a doctor to wanting to be a continuing, like the dream of wanting to be an archeologist or, uh, even at times wanting to be a comedian. I think it was during middle school that uh, I had a neighbor friend ask me to do impersonations at his birthday party. That was my first and last birthday gig that I got. <laughs> and I remember, you were a clown. I wish I still had the paper. Huh? You were a clown. No, I just went in my regular clothes and I had like a piece of paper that had like 20 voices or sounds that I could make. And I just went through each one. Like I didn't even make an effort of making like a, a bit or a story or anything. I was just like, okay, you guys ready for... Uh, my seagull impression up there. like it just was like it was totally ridiculous um but 
as you know wait that was your seagull impression no that wasn't the real thing (laughs) so before my voice changed i was able to make the sound of a seagull but once my voice you know got deeper and i could grow a mustache what does a seagull make what is that sound no i don't i thought it was like mine 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 oh that's right you're right that's a good one no that's australian definitely mine (laughs) mine mine um but yeah, so in terms of what I envisioned for the future at that time, I was just like, I was all over the place. But then during that time, also, I switched denominations just like Terry Jack did. And uh, the the church that I started to be, you know, started to go to every week, they talked a lot about having a personal relationship with Christ. Like before it was just learning stories and, you know, going to church. But then they started talking about like talking to, to Jesus and, and having a relationship with him. And once I kind of got into that, and, and, you know, put my faith in, in, in him as, uh, you know, my Lord and Savior, that's when things really started to change. And I did start looking ahead to the future. Um, but honestly, during that time was also the time that the, uh, uh, what are those books, the, the Rapture series started to come out. Left Behind? Yeah, the Left Behind series is like right at the beginning. So honestly, by the end of middle school, I didn't think I was actually going to go into college. I thought Jesus was going to come back, like the world was going to end the Antichrist was going to come, like all that stuff that the you know churches were talking about in the late 90s or mid-90s, uh, I thought that that was going to happen. So I never imagined that I was going to make it to college, that I was going to ha- get married, have kids. I was like, ah, Jesus is going to come back, so no worries. I was actually very scared about it at the time. Um, so yeah, Shelter, it definitely did not turn out the way I thought. I am way further beyond than uh, I ever thought I would be, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Sometimes, just kidding. <laughs> I kind of know what I'm doing, but it's uh, it's 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 all good. I think in middle school we don't really look that far ahead, you know, when we're there. We're nope. kind of going with it. Probably kind of in the middle. Yeah, it's kind of stuck there in the middle. Uh, Corey had a comment to go along with Sheldors just to answer that. He said, I, "I think that when we're in middle school or high school, we see our parents and other adults that look like they have everything under control." when it is a lot harder than they make it look. For example, I have a bachelor's in American Sign Language Interpreting, graduated in 2011 with it, haven't used it once, aside from when I used to interpret for the deaf in my church every now and then. I'm an apprentice plumber now, going into my third year. After four years, I'll be able to test into a journeyman plumber, then a master plumber two years after that. During high school, is this where I saw myself? Absolutely not. Never would have guessed this at all, but I'm happier than I ever could have could have foreseen, and how everything has turned out. Amen to that, Corey. I think that, nice. I think that it's good to dream and think about stuff in middle school, but it never it usually works out the way we want it to, and probably we're thankful for it because uh, we we grow and learn from it. So, um, you guys have any more middle school stories that you want to share? Anything notable? Uh, we didn't. That you know, touch on packed or hot lunches. If you were, were you guys r- real quick? Were you guys packed lunch or hot lunch? Hot lunch. Hot lunch. With both. Yes, I'm with you, Patrick. I was both. I think I started packed lunch because I like to bring my cool like Inspector Gadget or Sonic the Hedgehog lunchbox, and then eventually I was like, oh, the cool kids eat hot lunch, so I went to the oh, hot man, lunch. Man, you had so much more time when you packed lunch. With to be with your friends, so you didn't have to stand in line. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So I like sometimes I like to pack, but I think middle school is actually where I discovered the joys of the chocolate milk in the carton. 
And I still to this day wish I had access to that chocolate milk because it was the best. But did you guys have any more uh, stories that you wanted to share? Any any special moments, funny moments, uh, moments that scarred your life from middle school? I don't think. The only thing that I have that I didn't share was the whole Eminem craze. So when Eminem first came out with his music, uh, the real Slim Shady, that song when it came out, um, I just remember everybody like in middle school, everybody was dyeing their hair that blonde color oh, like it was just a yes. huge craze like i don't know if i've still ever seen anything like that to this day oh my gosh i was just thinking along the lines of like hairstyles and stuff like that dude i remember when i was in middle school every every person thought it was cool to have this like the preppy style haircut where it was like the the like the the front part of your hair was like like gelled and spiked up like like it was almost like you had a mountain jump. <laughs> it was like a ski uh-huh. slope. No, this no, guy, this guy right here had it. Yep. frost tipped and everything. <laughs> this guy here did too. Also had the mountain jump in the front. But that was in uh, high school. Jump. I tried, but it just never worked with my hair. Um, so I just kept it buzzed, kept it short all the time. Nice. Um, I remember kids would wear like the choker necklaces. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Oh, the choker necklaces. I forgot about this. What about slap oh, hemp, bracelets? Hemp necklaces. Yeah, remember the sweet. slap bracelets where you'd slap those on your wrist and it'd curl around? Uh, that was past. We were past that point when, when I was in middle school. You're yeah. Just <laughs> Me and yeah, Mark well, were still fetuses. Yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to share just one last thing. I had my best and most favoritist birthday party in middle school. It was, um, it was in seventh grade, and this was both the best birthday party I ever had and the worst day after my birthday that I ever had. Um, I decided to have a slumber party, and I invited like 10 of my closest friends, the guys, uh, well, the boys that, you know, that I hung out with that I liked a lot, um, and I invited them over. We had a slumber party. Um, at the time my dad wasn't remarried yet and he was the heaviest sleeper known to man, uh, because he would turn on a fan and I knew that he was a heavy sleeper. So as soon as he went to bed, it became Lord of the flies in my house and it went crazy. We did, uh, we did water gun fights in the house with every, you know, whether it was super soakers or getting nerf guns, like we gathered everything that could shoot something. We gathered it and pretty much put it in the middle of a room uh, we got like Jason masks. We got every sort of like shield or weapon. I remember one kid had like a He-Man sword and we just all got our <laughs> weapons and we just unleashed on each other for an hour through my entire house. And this is then my dad's just sleeping the whole time. And eventually we had to stop because a kid like broke a lamp and uh he he got water all over himself and he was just running around the house like I peed my pants I peed my pants and I'm like you're gonna wake up my dad we got to stop this so <laughs> we stopped that and actually we we transitioned to movie time and we watched uh, the Lion King it was a magical time watching the Lion King and then right when the movie was gonna end my dad came down the stairs and he's like what are you guys doing we're like we're just watching the Lion King he's like okay and for whatever reason when the Lion King ended we got re inspired to do crazy stuff. And so 
we started playing my Super Nintendo, my computer, like everything that I had at the time. We turned all the lights back on. We should have gone to sleep. At this point, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. We stayed up the entire night. And then that morning, we went outside to play football at like 6 o'clock in the morning when the sun came up. And one of the kids threw a football right into the ear of one of the kids. And he let out this like pig squeal scream that woke up my neighbor lady. And needless to say, we were sent into my house after that. And so we went to sleep for like an hour, two hours. And then everybody's parents came to pick them up. And of course, we were all zombies. And then that later that day, I went to a, another birthday party of the friend that had come to my house. And while we were playing in his backyard, someone dropped a ball down the side of a hill. And I went down and got the ball. And I was the, the hill was so, so steep, I had to use my hands to pull myself up the hill. And I walked right over a yellow jacket's nest. Oh, no. I no! got lit up oh, by the no. yellow jackets. They stung my hands. They stung my under my shirt, under my pants. I ran like a crazy man. And none of the kids knew what was going on because, like, the way the hill went down, I just popped up from behind the hill screaming, you know, at the top of my lungs. Um, and I ran into the house, uh, and they helped, you know— they helped pretty much throw me in the shower to get cold water on me to, to get the swelling down and uh, then covered me with, you know, the, the baking soda Jeez. mixture that you use when you want to get the poison out of a sting. Uh, it was awful. And that was like that, that those two days of those things that happened in middle school still are ingrained in my memory. Uh, thankfully, uh, I haven't had middle school. I haven't. Yeah. Old middle school. I still haven't had any. uh encounters like that with yellow jackets thankfully but it definitely fed into a, a fear for for any kind of stinging insect for the rest of my life all right well mark you got any uh, middle school music for us which will probably be high school music for me well one of the <laughs> songs at least is, is not going to be high school for you yeah we'll see so basically i i asked the guys uh what years they went to Ooh, uh middle school nice and so, first and foremost, you can check out the Good Morning Guys Morning playlist on Spotify and also on the thing formerly known as iTunes, uh, which will soon become the Apple Music app, because um, iTunes is going bye-bye. Um, but thank you, Bernabe, for keeping that up for us. Um, and so... Yeah, I asked the guys what years they were in middle school, and basically I went uh, with whatever, like, I looked at the list of songs that were popular the last year you were in middle school. Okay. And so, for Lucas, Which that got? is 96, uh, so I picked The Macarena. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yes. I remember dancing to that. Um, and then for Patrick, I picked the song Together Again from Janet Jackson. Good choice. Oh, Good I, thought choice. Was, I thought you were going to pick uh, In Together. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for Ronnie, uh, in 01, I picked Alicia Keys' Fallen. And for me, in 02... Uh, I picked Lincoln Parks in the end. Nice. Nice. Good yes. picks. Mm -hmm. So check out the new editions and enjoy. Very nice. 
All right. Well, that is all for this middle school-inspired morning. Feel free to continue sharing the love by giving us a positive but honest review and rating on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast service you use. Of course, I only use iTunes, so if someone has taken us up on this and actually rated us on Stitcher and others, I have no idea. Do you guys use any of the other uh, podcast services? I don't think you can do Stitcher. Uh, I don't think you can do like YouTube. There's, you can. I think there's like something you can like but not rate. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. But like, like I think Apple has the only actual rating, so that's why people gravitate and say, rate us on iTunes or rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever. Gotcha. So forget I said anything about Stitcher. That can be edited out by someone, right? Yep. Great. Yep. Yep. I'm on yep, it. But oh, and be. we also got a, um, we got a review on our Facebook page as well. Oh, oh there's a review there? There uh, is. Oh. You can do that? You can, you can do that. My my father in law actually uh, reviewed us on on Facebook. Thanks, Dad in law. Nice. Do you have it up? What did he say? I don't have it up at the moment. Give me one second. Stall for time. All right, fair enough. Has anybody mentioned Patrick's shirt yet? Did we mention this? Or are you just flying under the radar with that Lion King shirt you're wearing? Oh, I don't know. Why? Why do you want to? You want to talk I, about? Yeah, my I mean, I, I'd like. I want to see the rest of it, honestly. Do you want to describe oh, okay. it? Hakuna Matata. That is a sweet shirt. It's the uh, it's the uh, silhouette of them uh, singing the Hakuna, Hakuna Matata song uh, when they're walking across the log uh, during that whole uh, song in the movie, and then it says Hakuna Matata right below it. It's pretty Very sweet. nice. You it's know, a really nice, nice shirt. You know what? Uh, two years ago. I watched Lion King in Portuguese with some Brazilians. And do you know they translated Hakuna Matata to Hatuna Matata? And I do not understand why. Because they can say Hakuna Matata, but they were like, Hatuna Matata. That's just not as cool. Yeah, it doesn't. It sounds like it's like (laughs) seafood or something. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have the review up. Uh, so my father-in-law recommended the Good Morning Guys podcast. He said, informative and fun. Very good exchange between the guys. So short and sweet. Cool. Very nice. Well, if you want to be... Uh, a, uh, if you want to be cool... <laughs> <laughs> like I just totally had a mind blank. <laughs> if you want to be cool like Mark's father-in-law and help us reach a new audience and be found by so many more... Let your voice be heard. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on Facebook. Why not? Uh, Also, remember, uh, if you'd like to join in on future episodes or connect with us and our lovely community, check out the show notes for our info. Check out our Discord server. It is free and uses a messaging board style of interaction filled with a wide range of topics and conversations. But if Twitter is more your thing, then our handle is at the GMG podcast. Or if you're feeling super adventurous, you can call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Call in, leave a message, ask a question, and you can join us on the show. Ronnie, what was that number again? Uh, I don't know. Great. Beyond that, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we have our community-driven episode, our fourth community-driven episode. So the ball is in your court and it is anyone's guess what we will talk about next week. Do you guys have any predictions? What are we going to talk about next week? Shapes. Drugs. Yeah, I know. Monkeys. All right. 
You can choose any of those four, or you can nominate your very own on our Discord. Alrighty then, Pat, Ronnie, Mark, and also you, our friends and family that also happen to be our listeners. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. One, two, three, four. Ooh, did you guys have home ec class in middle school? I forgot to mention yes. that. Oh, I yeah, totally, totally forgot, forgot that story. Forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite class. I made a stuffed animal pig when I was uh, in middle school. And it had Velcro parts so you could pull it apart. The head atta- detached from the nose, detached from the body, and a little squiggly tail. It sounds a little bit like a maniac would make that. Yeah, well. A Mr. Potato Head pig. <laughs> we got a Netflix documentary on Lucas. <laughs> yes. <soon. laughs> Making a home egg murderer. Uh, <laughs> I made a stuffed animal I could tear apart when I'm angry. If, if, yes. if there was a title that says Home Egg Murderer, I would definitely watch it. Home Sounds like murderer. one of those uh, fake documentaries. A fockumentary? <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> Speaking it of watch really your mouth, when you said... <laughs> I was like, are you serious? <laughs> now I'm so excited for someone to use. Is, who's editing this week, Patrick or Mark? Nobody. Fantastic. Uh, My wife. Because now your wife has to use like a meow voice or a jack. <laughs> a jack. Meow. Can you not say that's an animal? I mean, yeah, but were you talking about an animal? I was being a donkey. <laughs> <laughs>